And we are live for the 28th episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Luz Luigi. And tonight, it's just, it's just a two-man crew. It's just a duo. It's me and Alex. How you doing, Alex? Uh, I've, I've been well, better. You know, don't answer it, okay? Just yeah. so I know how you're doing, okay? I'm just <laughs> so used to saying that, and I just, uh, whatever, okay? The Yankees are two and four. We're all miserable. Let's just get it, get it out of the way. It's been a rough start to the season. Um, half the team's dead. Um, that's we were the mo- we're officially the most injured team in baseball, I believe. With two Lewitsky's injury today, we should have a nice ten guys in the IL. Alex, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So whew, it's just been a brutal start. Let's be real, but we're gonna break it all down. We're gonna try to put things into perspective. We're gonna look back at the uh, series against the Tigers. That uh, what a wonderful series. Belongs oh, in a baseball hell. Right. Um, but yeah. Um. But let's just, like, I feel like I'm in the same spot I was Sunday when I just literally had nothing. I didn't even know what to say or, like, where to begin. So I'm just like, all right, let's just look at these games. Like, that's the only thing I know how to do. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Um, series started Monday. And just kind of like the Tampa series, they won the opener, right? The, um, the, the Tampa series? But I get my ALE shitty teams mixed up, okay? <laughs> even though both those teams are better than us right now. Anyway, exactly. um, the just like the Baltimore series when we came out won the opener, we won won the opener in this one against the Tigers, right? Herman pitched. I mean, he the control issues were still there, obviously, but you know, five innings of shutout did his job. Yankees win at three to one. Um, Gary goes yard. Guardy goes yard. It was a good. You know, it was a nice game. It was only it, two hits. It wasn't a bad game. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah, you know, they could have they right? could have hit more. They had. Um, eleven. They left eleven runners on base, so it could they could have gotten more. Doesn't runs. sound like the Yanks. No, not at all. In their defense, the Tigers actually left seventeen runners on base. Mm, that sounds like the Tigers, though. Yeah, but like it wasn't bad. They they won. You know, it was With, bad. Winning, you got to appreciate winning any wins at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, because you know Tuesday and Wednesday uh, weren't as kind. Uh, the, the game Tuesday. Um, let's just talk about this. Um, All right. the game Tuesday, you know, um, the, the game they announced the lineup on Twitter right hours before the game. And I mean, you want to talk about I don't, a spring training lineup? I don't think there was any single Yankees fan that wasn't angry about the lineup. No, you know, it's funny because, like, you know, shout out to John Boy. I was listening to um, one of, I think, like either pregame shows or one of their like you know, shows in the last yeah. couple of days. And he said, this was like Monday night they were recording. And he goes, they were like, you know, talking about possible lineups for the next two games, right? And he goes, well, if Talkman and Clint are in the same lineup, I'm going to be mad. Like, I'm out. Yeah. And I'm, I was listening to that, like, to, you know, today. And I said, oh, God, they got some bad news for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just, just put this into perspective. Six through nine, the Yankees lineup Tuesday night. Talkman, Clint, Tyler Wade, Austin Roman. I, I cannot understand. The, the game was 24 hours ago. I still cannot understand the thought process behind batting Talkman sixth. I mean, it's just incredible. It's and look, to be fair, to be fair, Talkman, Wade, and Romine all did get a hit that game. They did get fair, a hit, but Talkman but... was went into that game as a career 145 hitter. I mean. 
it was one of those lineups where I, I legitimately saw the lineup and I'm usually, you know, pretty op- optimistic about the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And I saw that lineup and like, I wasn't even excited to really watch the game. No, I wasn't. You know, like, I, it's like, like people were mad, you know, some of like our other writers were kind of mad during the game. And I said, you know, like you really can't get mad, like at this lineup for only producing one run. No, what do you want them because, to do? What, Unless what, Judge goes deep yeah. or if someone just kind of like has one of those games, like you really can't expect this lineup to put together more than two runs. Exactly. Like it, it was just like that game against the Phillies last year in the third game of the series where uh, Boone put out that terrible lineup and they got shut out. And yeah. it was like, yeah, look, anybody, any Yankee fan you can't have looked at this lineup and said, oh, yeah, that lineup's not going to score a lot yeah, of runs. You can't fault them for not scoring any runs when they're given that lineup to work with. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's and not on them. That's on Boone. Because look, like, and this is why this whole conspiracy on Yankees Twitter is going around about um, how basically there's just a team of analytic nerds who just run the team and Boone's just a puppet. Like, look, what are your, what goddamn analytics are you finding that tells you that's a good fucking lineup to put out? Yeah. That that's a winning lineup. That that lineup's going to give you a good chance for win. There's no analytic in the world. The only the only analytic I can think of is, hey, you're probably going to lose if you put Talkman, Frazier, Wade, and Romine all together in the same yeah exactly against an MLB team. Six that's, seven that's eight. All I know. Six seven eight nine together. You're probably not going to score. And look. Oh, okay, love, cool. Slap. Let's put them in. Love love Glaber. Labor Torres is your cleanup hitter that he night. Not be your anywhere near cleanup. Like um, just yeah. So that you know, obviously that game ended. Chapman gave up a couple runs in the ninth inning. I'm, I'm you know, I'm See, not. I'm, not just, I'm I'm not. I wasn't as angry about that because I didn't think Chapman yeah, hit no. that badly. Mm-hmm. It's early in the season. His velocity's not up. He still he hit a hundred a few times though. He hit ninety nine a lot. He um. He just he got unlucky. There's the one rookie, uh, Dustin Peterson, hit a like his first career hit off of him on a fastball that was I didn't think was that terribly located. It was inside. It was like it was middle, but it was inside, and then it was just a good piece of hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other run was just a ground ball, so yeah. like he could have been better. Um, the one walk that he had really screwed everything over. But I didn't think he really did that bad. It was just bad luck. And the fact that the Yankees only scored one run really just – it put everything in a much worse perspective. Yeah, I mean, just what was the one run? The sack fly back? It was Clint's like sack fly. Yeah, that, that was it. In second inning, yeah. I mean – And they also – they left 10 runners on base this game. And just another astonishing thing about that lineup is the fact that Gary Sanchez in the game Sunday and in the game Monday went deep. Yeah. You don't think we could use that guy's bat in the lineup Tuesday? Yeah. I get wanting to give him a night off behind the plate. Yeah, you you got to like, you gotta at least DH him. It's like, how do you have Talkman and Clint in the same lineup? Sit one of them. Sit they one had, they Talkman. Had Clint, they had Clint as the DH. Oh, my God. That's like that's brutal. That's like, you was, might as well have like Austin Romine as the DH and yeah. Gary catching. Like honestly, See, the, it, thing, it just... the thing that gets me too is like this lineup. I get it. Say if this was their, if this is what they had to go to, like they had mm-hmm. no other options than to do this. There's so many better ways this lineup could have been constructed. Yeah, absolutely. Just at, like, I mean, you, even like even the, putting Clint, like even putting I don't know, like even just like putting someone like Labor, like but wedging him between all those guys, just so you mm-hmm. have like. Just you have something. Yeah, like just so it's not yeah. a complete dead zone. But, like oh. I don't 
batting LeMahieu fifth is also baffling to me because he's the only one that's been hitting so far. Mm-hmm. And but he's not he's not a power hitter. He's just going to get on base, and then what he's what's he going to do? Talkman, Clint, Wade, they shouldn't have driven him in. They did. The one run was DJ scoring on a Clint sack fly, but theoretically that. You, you on paper that's not gonna happen you know absolutely well let's go to the third game and this was just this <laughs> I, was it, probably like, the most brutal yeah i mean just like last series the third game was the most brutal um mm-hmm. yeah it was you know the yankees judge had an rbi single early on you know nice one nothing lead and then just, nice you know, one nothing lead. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, hey, that's it was a nice one nothing lead. What are you saying? That's um, what we're reduced to at this point. Um, but you know, then Tigers got a sack fly. Um, and then Gordon Beckham hit a home run for the first time since like the Vietnam War. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. And um I didn't realize Gordon Beckham still existed. For real, man. I thought that guy just existed in college. Jeez. But yeah, the Yankees lose the series. They dude, they made Matthew Boyd look like a god. Sick like with us on this line. Six and a third, five hits, one run, thirteen strikeouts. Just just like Unbelievable. <laughs> See, in this I mean, line, like, this lineup I thought it wasn't was like you can't even say it was Boyd because like the Tigers relievers came in and over two and two thirds had five strikeouts. Yeah. So it was like whoever was going in was getting case. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And it's not maybe, like the, maybe it's Tiger, not the Tigers' bullpen is not anything special. Yeah. You know, Nothing it's special. Uh, Buck Farmer, Joe Jimenez, and Shane Green pitched. That fucking Green. Green. Green has been decent as a closer. He's not anything like out of the ordinary. Well, he's never blown a save against the Yankees. I don't know if you've known that, Alex. I I did know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, they, they just made Boyd look like, you know, prime Randy Johnson out there. It, there was yeah. just some terrible at-bats. I, I mean, like, it's incredible after – I'm just looking at some of these averages after, you know, I know it's only six games, but there's I mean, the only guys over 200 are judging them. There's or Boyd, six, six people have averages under 200 right now. Yeah, I mean, you look at Voight's 158, Guardy's 143, Sanchez is 211. Birds, two hundred. Yeah, the only the only people with somewhat respectable averages. You have DJ who's four thirty eight, Judge is three thirty three, and then if you want to call it respectable, Glaber's at two fifty. I mean, you know, obviously we didn't even I didn't even mention this game. Troy Tulowitzki in the fourth inning, I believe it was. All of a sudden, the game left calf strain on his way to the hospital. So, I mean, I mentioned too on the beginning of the show, but I mean, just. Just to like pour talk talk about pouring salt in the wound, talk about adding insult to injury. Just and I mean, look, like I don't want to be like you know Debbie Downer here, but like, come on, man, like is Tulo getting hurt? Like, is that even surprising? No, it's just I timing. don't think it's I don't. It see, it's it's difficult just because of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Right mm-hmm. But did anyone actually expect Tulo to not That's get injured, I'm, dude? Like, I, it was just all this myth where he played like a few games ago, like, oh, Tulo, and I'm like, I'm not getting excited about this guy. Yeah, like, I'm just not until I see him play like a couple months of baseball, and here we are. He's already hurt. I'm Six like, games like, in. Like, yeah. I, it's just like a like, look. Like, I think like most people, like a lot of people that like watch the Yankees and like you know play baseball and play baseball for a long time, like. 
baseball is not a sport where you're just picking up injuries. It's not a contact sport. Like I'm just yeah. baffled by like how did how are ten guys just injured at this point in the season? It's not even fucking May. I mean, yeah. it's just incredible. Like, it's not it's, even. It's April third. Like it, <laughs> we're three it's days not even into April. the second week of April. Yeah, but, but I mean, look, you really. I mean, because look, like I, everyone's a conspiracy theorist nowadays. But I mean, look, there's got to be real questions about the strength and conditioning uh, staff mm. of the Yankees. Okay. There has to be. I mean, what like if you're the Yankees, you guys look at everything else, like exit velo and every analytic in the book. You should be looking at who's like how your guys are conditioning themselves. See, I mean, a lot of people are talking about how, you know, these guys like Stanton and Hicks, maybe they're like, they're just working out too much. And maybe uh, it's like, you know, they're, they don't they're have that baseball muscle. Yeah. They have like that glamour muscle. They have like that bodybuilding muscle. They don't have like those like thin strength kind of baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man, but see some really of the, some with. of the injuries you can understand like Didi's one, he, he just threw his arm out. There's nothing that could have prevented that. Besides him not throwing his arm out, um, CCs you couldn't really do anything about. Like the health, the strength and conditioning of the Yankees, they couldn't do anything about that. But um, Andujar's just Andujar just jammed his shoulder, sliding back into third. But like everyone else, you know, it's what are you gonna do? Like Wait, it's injuries that could have been. What are you gonna do? It's injuries that probably could have been avoided that just happened, you know? I mean, I think we're going to get into, like, you know, we'll talk about, like, you know, Yankee Twitter. I love talking about Yankee Twitter. I mean, man, like, after the game, like, you know, the Yankees always tweet it. I don't remember a Yankees tweet, final score tweet, just the reply section. I don't remember the reply section being this bad. Like, for any game, like, I'm talking, like, I'm talking like the the Girardi playoff game. I don't even think it was that bad when he uh the sixteen to the one two not even that the game two ALDS game when he took out. Oh yeah, uh, no, I'm talking about it was it pretty, yeah it wasn't mm-hmm. even as bad for that, the other game either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't bad for as bad as either. Like this was yeah. just, I think it was like seven hundred replies and like it was just so bad. Because well, I mean everyone I was, everyone I was getting a kick out. Like look look, I think like us two are like two of the more optimistic people in our blog and I would fans. and like look it, I know it's been brutal like look I've had a tweet like pretty much all of these games like trust me it's been like it's been awful okay yeah. like watching these games it, it, it's it's very sad to watch but I mean it's like I'm, I'm not gonna tell anybody that they don't have a right to be mad like no you do you have a right to be very mad and mm-hmm. you have a right to you know start but just look pump the brakes like pump the break. It's there's it's 156 games left. Yeah. Like you, you, you just all got to chill. And people are saying, oh, like I've saw people uh, tweeting how like oh we have the Astros next week. <laughs> the Astros are below 500 too. Astros are two and four. The Astros less three not, or four of the race. They're not fucking seven and zero oh, lighting the yeah. world on fire. But they're struggling too. Like look, it's early in the season. Like the only I'm, team that's really started off really well is the Mariners. I mean, like I, no you know. team has just started off. They just got those two wins in Japan, and we're like, let's go. We're yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were fueled by Ichiro. <laughs> but there's no no team is like playing really, really well right now. No, the I Red agree. Sox are one in five. They got shut out back to back games against the A's. You know, like it's so early that the Yankees, 
They could start. They could lose the next. You know, they could be swept by the Orioles this next series and still have a chance to be perfectly fine. Yeah, let's let's calm down and talk about getting swept by the. I don't think my heart can take that. I don't um, think anyone could take yeah, that. I don't know. Um. Well, you know, I, I just I just don't even. I'm like looking at these. I'm just looking at these strikeout numbers. Mm-hmm. It's, today, today, then it was it was a little uh, overkill. Just a bit. Yeah, eighteen strikeouts. Um, let's see. Let's just go through. DJ struck out struck out twice. Judge only struck out once. Uh, Void struck out twice. Sanchez struck out twice. Torres three times. Bird twice. Clint twice. Wade once and Talkman three times. That's not great. Look, let's let's just go right into it. What is Marcus Thames doing? I mean, what what he, is this guy doing? I think the whole there. I don't. I, I I don't know. What what is he doing? Yeah, he's not mean, doing anything doing to try yeah, and I think help. He's doing anything right actually. Yeah. They're they're just chalking this up to oh yeah everyone's just struggling early. Where no this is there's this is a problem. Everyone I mean, they, is. Just... They look like they did against the Astros in that ALCS, where they, it was just like strikeout after strikeout after yeah, strikeout. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, like it's the only difference now is like there's no that there's not that occasional home run. Yeah, you know. Well, like, no, and the only that, like, the, the other run. difference yeah, now is they're not facing good pitchers, mm-hmm. and the Astros series they were facing Verlander. So it's understandable if they're striking out 13 times in a game because playoff Verlander is one of the best pitchers but like today was matt boyd who's you know he's not a bad pitcher but he, he bet, doesn't he, have he 13 strikeout and six and a third inning stuff if he doesn't win the Cy Young, i'm gonna be mad let's just, let's just... <laughs> oh man matt boyd in his career has 417 strikeouts in 471 innings like that's, he's, he has less than a strikeout per inning in his career, and he struck out 13 and six and a third. That's um, not good. Uh, I mean, let's just end the podcast here. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> like, really, Marcus Thames, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people were on Rothschild la- like the last couple years, but the, it's. Rothschild is the least of the Yankees' problems right now. Yeah, exactly. He's the last guy any of us should worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, because look at this. Look at the the Tigers series. The Tigers obviously can't hit, but still, they were held to one run on Monday, three yesterday, and two today. The Tigers only scored six runs in this series. Yeah, I mean, I think they only scored six runs in their first series. They only scored six four. runs against the Jays too. So it, I mean, they can't hit. But still, it's not like um, the pitching has been terrible. Pitching has been good. Um, like outside of Hap, Hap had a really Hap had a bad start against the Orioles, but all the starters mm-hmm. have been fine. Um, Loizaga was decent today. He yeah, had. I think he was very good. Yeah. Um, Holder Holder was good. Green has been a little shaky to start off the year. Very shaky. Uh, Britain was okay. Chat like we said, Chapman last night was eh, but the night before he was good. It's just everyone has the pitchers ha- for the most part have been doing their jobs. The offense just has not been there to back them up at all. 
Nope, it has not. Um, you, you know, when you score five runs in three games against the Detroit Tigers, you're pretty lucky to win one of them. Let's the Tigers, whose best player is uh, Castellanos? Question mark. <laughs> did, you, did you see like the Yes Network? I think like they tweeted out an interview they did with him. I, I saw that. And everyone yeah. was like, yeah, why, why are you tweeting this out? Like, why? They're, they're desperate to put out something. <laughs> like, um, well, we can't get any good content from the Yankees, so let's go to let's the Tigers. Go to the team that beat them. <laughs> no, but look, my, my point is just with this whole, you know, people freaking out, people going into panic mode, this team sucks, the team loses mm-hmm. 100 games, all this stuff. If they're still but, playing like this in when it's yeah. when it comes May, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, as we enter this, yeah, as we enter the summer, you know, it's, once we're like 50, 60 games in, like yeah, like I haven't we haven't announced this on the pod yet, but we're going to be doing something called like the State of the Yankees pods, like four pods a year, where each, after each quarter of the season, we're kind of just going to do like a recap, a look back. So, you know, if we're doing that, and you know, that's like let's say it's forty games in, and the Yankees are. 16 of 20, yeah, 16 of 24. Like, yeah, then I'm gonna be very worried. It'll be concerned, yeah. Even at that point, if they're like 21 and 20, you know, 20, like, I'll be, you know, I won't really be that concerned, you know. No, teams got look what people don't realize is you don't need to win, like, especially in baseball, you don't need to win 100 plus games in the regular season to win a world series. Many teams win the world series winning. 88, 90, 92 games in the regular season. Like, like especially with baseball, like, you just have to get – like, obviously, you want to win your division. You want to have – you don't want to have to play that wild card game. But yeah. you just got to get there in baseball. And it's, it's, it's different just because, you know, the, the Red Sox won 108 games last year and then just steamrolled everyone in the playoffs. So that memory is still fresh in everyone's minds. But, like, the um, – for an example, the Royals won in 2014 – Won the AL were the uh, first AL wildcard team. They made it to Game Seven of the World Series. They won eighty nine games that year. Mm-hmm. Even like all those years, the Giants won. I'm pretty sure, like all three of those years, the Giants, the Giants were also a wildcard team that year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so it like you don't need to win. You don't need to win that many games, and especially this earlier in this early in the year, if they were playing with their entire team healthy, it'd be a lot different. And, yeah. you know, they were this bad, but they're playing with four members of the starting lineup out. Like, that's my, that's just, like, the point I keep making, is, like, look, guys, how do you, ex- like, go look at, go to any MLB team in the league, the Astros, the Red Sox, whoever, take out four, five hitters like you know main guys from their lineup and see how four, say four of their six best players yeah like you know like who's you know like I, i'm i'm not i don't want to like you know make like you know apples to apples comparisons like oh yeah who's the third best hitter on the night but like you know like just just take out like you know four random guys from any yeah. elite lineup in baseball they're not going to look elite anymore that's just how okay, it works. Let's unless, look at their, unless two of the guys in the lineup are just on absolute tears and we all exactly. know how baseball works you know Judge Let's look at the Red Sox be... lineup from last night, okay? Say the Red Sox did not have Benintendi, Devers, J.D. Martinez, and Bogarts, which is, like, uh, yeah. essentially uh, equal to the Yankees because losing an outfielder, DH, third baseman, and shortstop. 
Yeah, they they would. Their lineup be is reduced lineup. to Betts, Moreland, Holt, Vasquez, Bradley, and four other guys. Like baseball you know? lineups are very similar, almost to basketball in terms of like, hey, like if you have like a lineup with one kind of big time hitter, and then everyone else is kind of eh, like, hey, if you if you want to score a lot of runs over a stretch of time, you better hope that big hitter is hot. Yeah, like, you better hope that yeah. big hitter is just mashing every game, and you know, like exactly. Judge, Judge is playing the well, team. like hitting well right now, but he's not mashing. He's not like yeah, that's not his. Fault, the teams but. that the teams that score runs are the teams that have consistent players all throughout the lineup and you don't you don't win you don't win games if one player is doing well and everyone else in the lineup is doing terrible you mm. might win a few but you're not going to win every you're not going to win a lot of games that way and right now the Yankees don't have anyone playing that well because they don't have anyone they don't have any other good players in the lineup they have judge dj and glaber and Vo- and I guess Voight. Yeah, I mean, I, people. I've already seen people saying, "Well, the Luke Voight experience Luke was Voigt, fun." Yeah, Voight's a bust. Which you know, I mean, look, it could very well be true, right? He it it could very track. well be yeah. true. It doesn't have but a long track record, it's but not, I mean, it's, it's wait not, and, Yeah, it's waiting too. It's too early to say that yet. It's too early to say, yeah, Voight's a bust. It's six games into the season. You know. It's six games in the season, but I already know what this team's gonna do for the rest of the season, Alex. So I'm, they, I go on, I have a Twitter account, and I, yeah, oh, well, oh yeah, this this team's gonna be in last place. Oh my they they have no God. chance of you know doing anything. <sighs> yeah, so just, you don't even you don't even know where to go. I I don't I like I'm at a loss right now. I just. I'm looking at the box scores and it's just, it's brutal. You know, it's especially today's, uh, the, the game was just so dull. Just nothing happened at all. You just like each game, like, well, that game was bad. Hopefully, hopefully tomorrow will be better. And then you're just watching the game. Like, wow, this is is worse. (laughs) Well, and you think, okay, the Angers are going to Baltimore tomorrow. They're playing the Orioles. That should be a good, you know, way to start off the offense, but they played the Orioles the first three games of the season. They did. We they don't. Did you don't know them. what to expect at this point. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, anything else? Like, let, let's just talk. You know, let's just talk about my favorite guy, Aaron Boone. Um, <laughs> oh God! Another, he made another bad move today. Um, I, I wasn't like. I'm just gonna talk about it because people were talking about it, but I didn't think it was like that bad of a move. He, you know, Voight's on first. He walks walks to, I think, lead off the inning. And he, you know, doesn't pinch run him until there's two outs in the inning. And then he decides to steal with him. And then Gardner gets – he pinch runs Gardner with two outs. Voight <laughs> – fucking this up. He pinch runs for Voight with two outs for Gardner. And, you know, it's like, all right, steals second with two outs, gets thrown out, and then the inning's over. I thought that was, you know, dumb I don't... because – I thought that was I thought it was dumb to steal with two outs because it's like, look, you might as well almost like let Bird hit here. Like maybe yeah. he does something. Maybe he extends the inning and maybe like because look, the further down you get to the ninth inning is good because hey, maybe if one of the, your bottom guys gets on, then you have the top of the lineup, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas you know Bird leading off, it was like, well, it's very unlikely you're going to get to the top of the lineup in the ninth inning. Exactly. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that was just no like. 
I don't know, man. Like, Boone will just do those things. And I, I'll just kind of say to myself, like, he just doesn't, like, he's just not, like, a good baseball mind, like, in my but, opinion. You okay, know? see, that move, I don't have as much of a problem with just because I don't think Voight, Voight walked to lead off the inning. I don't think he automatically wanted to go to Gardner because then that means Gardner is going to his DH and you lose Voight for the rest of the game. And I also don't think he thought Sanchez and Glaber would strike out as the next two. Uh, no, that after that. But still, if you're going to pinch run Gardner, you might as well do it at some point. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think he was kind of banking on the fact that Sanchez or Glaber would make contact, move the runner over, and then he would pinch run for Voight. He was kind of hoping that something would happen instead of the two strikeouts, and then once that happened, he was just kind of like, okay, might as well. I think that's what Boone said before anyone was like, okay, might as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that That's his thought process before every oh, single one he does. Uh, uh, but yeah. Um, and yeah, Yankees, I, like, I've, I really, I've never seen Yankees Twitter like this. It's going to be a long, it could be a long season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, like, I, I really, like, I, I don't mean to be so negative about the Tulo stuff specifically, because I do feel bad for the dude. Like, it just sucks, but, like, I, like, I, I really want almost, you know, someone to find, like, what, when did it happen? What, what yeah. Was in, like, was it a swing, you know, and, like, some breaking ball? Like, I don't know, man. Like, just, because all this, like, all of a sudden, he just wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, wait a minute, Tyler Wade's out there. Like, oh, no. Which that, which that type of thing, it, it, it makes you worry just because, like, what was he doing that made it? That made him what was it calf strain? Mm-hmm. Left calf. Yeah. Strain. What did he do that made that happen? No, nobody knows. Nobody exactly. will ever know. Well, let's you know. Let's answer some Twitter questions. We have a few. Um, we put out a tweet after the game, and I think ninety percent of the replies we got were just. People asking for us to kill them, or how they could die, or how they could fire them, or when the season starts. So, yeah, obviously we won't read those, but um, we had we had a couple good ones, you know. Like, I mean, look, let's just like because this question was asked a lot. I mean, do you think there's like I don't think there's any chance Boone like the only way Aaron Boone gets fired is if they go like seventy and not seventy two and ninety. Yeah, I don't like, think that's like, like, I, a, I, yeah. there's no chance Boone gets fired until the end of the season. Yeah, like the Yankees just don't do that. You know? If but, they you know, people, said, people said that about the Giants when they fired McAdoo, you know. But who, yeah, if they lose the next 20 games in a row, <laughs> I'd say there maybe is a chance, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. That's how, that's also how many runs we'll score in those games if we lose 20 yeah, games in a row. Exactly. We'll score 20, like one run each game. They'll score five runs a game and then get shut out the next four games to make up for it. All right, but no, I think I... Boone. In the case of Boone getting fired, don't hold your breath on that. I don't. It's it's not going to happen yeah, unless like, the Yankees like, have a terrible season this year. Like, look, I hate Aaron Boone as much as the next guy, but I'm I'm not, you know, looking forward to his firing anytime soon. No. It's just not going to happen. Um, all right, this question's from R Saw three eleven. Something needs to be shaken with this team, whether it's the approach to the plate or lineup, pitching decision by Boone. What do you feel needs to be shaken or addressed at this point in just the first week of the season? Um, everything. Everything. 
Well, see, there's not, like we were saying before, there's not much they can do about it right now just because of all the injuries. But I think some type of lineup change would maybe be beneficial. The one thing that I've been, um, I think would really work is if they move Judge down in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, batting him second, it doesn't allow him to really hit with a lot of runners on base, even if DJ's batting in front of him like he did today. So they need to have some type of lineup where Judge has the ability to bat with more runners on base so he can drive in more runs because he's really been the only one that's been doing that so far. I, I think they should go, like, really spread the lineup out, maybe go, like, DJ, but, like, maybe Glaber, mm-hmm. Judge, Bird, Gary, Voight. Yeah. You know? Because, like, you know, nope. Gary, Gary's been hit, like, if you've been watching Gary's at-bats, like, I like what I'm seeing from Gary at the plate. Behind the plate, not so much. No. Um, yeah, that's another, dude, that's another thing I wanted to just mention real quick. Like, what the hell is up with his throws? He's made four throwing errors this year. And I know one wasn't yeah. his fault. One Glaber should have caught. But one like, one Glaber should have caught. But... It's like every game, it's the same throw. It's like no, and the thing is, like, with Gary, he just he, – uh, he had so many defensive problems last year that the one thing everyone looked to as a source of positivity was his arm. Mm-hmm. Because he has a rocket for an arm, but this year he's been so awful throwing. Like you can't defend him on anything anymore. Nope. No, you really can't. I mean, because yeah, that's like the, you said, like the one thing you really just didn't worry about. And I was like, oh wow, this is the fourth throwing error of the year. Sheesh. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, all right, this question is it's a pretty long question, but like by Carlos David MZT, fair to start questioning Cashman's ability to build this roster. I'm not going to read the rest of it, but like, like again, let, let's let's hold the brakes. I know this whole Talkman thing is just tearing people apart, including me, because the guy, the guy literally looks is just isn't an MLB hitter. And it's he does not obvious. look like this, and he'll probably be in the starting lineup tomorrow night yep. again, and we're all going to just just freak out. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's I don't think this is Cashman. I like. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, the whole – because, look, man. The okay, whole once, ho- once again, though, I'm going to bring up the the health thing. Cashman didn't look into the future yeah. and say, okay, we're going to have four of the nine – four of our nine starters out. Let's let's build a lineup and a roster that can account for that. Nobody yeah. is ever going to, like, be building their roster to try and accommodate for four of your starting players. Yeah, like Cashman didn't take a crowbar to Stanton and Duhar, you know. Exactly. And all signed, these guys. See, the whole thing, he signed – DJ was signed to be the utility guy and as insurance for Tulowitzki because I don't think anyone in the world expected Tulowitzki to be healthy the entire season. So, and if that happened, Glaver moves to short. DJ plays second, you know. His plan was that, at least, and Anduhar's at third. But now that Anduhar's done, DJ's going to be at third, Glaber's at short, and now the Tula's, you know, injured Wade at second. So it's like all these things keep piling up, and the Yankees are just having to make moves just to basically stay alive. So I don't really question his ability to make the roster because this nobody could have seen any of this coming. Agreed. And, you know, this is... We're recording this. It's like right nine o'clock Eastern time right now, and this tweet was from three minutes ago from Andy Martino. Kind of insane how bad it's been for the Yankees after opening day win. Boone, to my eye, seemed uncharacteristically tense after t- today's loss, which is understandable. 
Then he went into Clubhouse and had a lengthy private conversation with veteran leader, Brett Gardner. I mean, look, man, he's got to be feeling like the heat. Because oh, yeah. like, I think I think last year, like he, you know, he realized probably there's a lot of people like that didn't like him mm-hmm. or distracted of him. But I mean, I think he's he, like he's really hearing it now. He's got to look at like, the past three games. Look, this, like, think there's something wrong. Look, remember like, what, what I we said? We do. Mm-hmm. Like, I said on the previous show, I said, look, if this team falls short this year, a lot of people are going to be very mad, mm-hmm. very very angry, and rightfully so, right? And yeah. you know. Like, here we are six games through and like, you could, I mean, look, like, li- like, I can't say like, you could not, like, I'm not going to be one of the people like you could not have gotten off to a worse start. Like, no, sure. You could have, you could be on six, like you yeah. could have gotten Judge off could also be on five. Hell, you know, yeah, ju- you know, like, so you could have gotten off to a worse start, but I mean, it, it's almost impossible to imagine like a much, a much worse start than mm-hmm. that they've gone through. No, you this know? was and, like, you have worst case scenario. This is the worst case of the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, him, him having like you know just talking privately with Brett Gardner. I mean, he just he knows he's like, well, hey Brett, what the hell do we, what the hell is going on here, man? Exactly. See, the Ooh, thing that's the thing. Man. Boone does not have any idea what to do either. Which, I mean, in general, we know that because a lot of his decisions <laughs> that he made, we've, we've watched the games and. Uh... <laughs> but I don't. His in-game decisions. There's been so many problems with them, but like just in general, I don't blame him in a sense for not knowing for you know not feeling competitive things because the Yankees right now are not a competitive team the lineups that they're putting out are not competitive they should be beating the Tigers but like with the amount of injuries that they're going through it's difficult for them to feel the lineup where they can win consistently this is like the fact that Stanton and Andujar was just like this within 24 hours of each other on April Fool's Day too. Nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was incredible. I was it just was I was just sense. waiting for there to be an announcement like, "Ha, yeah, this wasn't this wasn't true." April Fool's Day. Nope. nope. You know, this really is just all just a sick joke. Let's be mm-hmm. real. Let's be honest with ourselves. Um, yeah, it's it's really only like uh, <laughs> it's kind of my fault because I posted like that right after the game. Like I should have waited a bit because everyone's just so mad. But we still got a good couple good questions out of there. But yeah, this this fan base is mad, man. Can't blame them. I don't blame like, them people, at all. People yeah. wait all you know. People a lot of people you know like someone like me. Like I watch a ton of sports, right? But like you know, there's a lot of people that like the one sport they watch is baseball. Yeah, they wait all winter and you know a lot of spring to watch the Yankees. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, this and then it's just like, six wow, yeah, six games sucked. Like, well, and especially geez. after opening day, I think everyone yeah. got really excited because, like, mm-hmm. okay, it was going like a perfect injuries. win, like seven runs, you know, like yeah. seven to two, like first inning home run by mm-hmm. everyone's new favorite Yankee. I think that just fired everyone up, and then to have the next five games go the way that they did, it just took all the hope out of the air. Yeah, because even like the second win was like it was like all right, it was a good win, but like you know, it's three to one. They left a lot of guys yeah. on base in that game. It wasn't exactly like a great win. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you want to uh, preview the, uh, the the series in Baltimore, Alex? Oh, sure. Let's do it. I know you actually. I know you don't want to, but we're gonna have to do it anyways. Um, yeah, Yankees. You know, the Orioles beat them the first series of the year. 
And now, hey, here, we're back. We're going to Baltimore now. The Orioles are actually four and two. Um, they're the best team in baseball. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Yankees this series will be it's a three game series, but first game's Thursday. No game Friday because you know the, it's the Orioles' home opener, so they need that. Friday off for a case of a rain out. And then they play Saturday and Sunday. All games are in the afternoon. I think Thursday's game's at 3, which I could have sworn it was at 7. But it, Yeah, it's a, it's a 3.05 start. And it's at 3. Uh, Saturday, the game's at 7. And then Sunday, the game is at 1 in the afternoon. So, you know, I mean, we, we've six bad teams we've faced, right? Or mm-hmm. Six games against six bad teams. and Two and four, so there's, there's no guarantees, but... We got Paxton going Thursday. Oh man, I know he got a loss the first time out, but I'm excited to see him go. Yeah, I know he Pap he Saturday. really was good in his first start. Mm-hmm. Hap Saturday. Hopefully he can bounce back, and then Herman Sunday. So Paxton, Hap, Herman. Hopefully the offense can wake up because so tomorrow for the Orioles is Alex Cobb pitching, who's making his debut mm-hmm. on the season. Um, because he was out, I forget why, but. Overall, the Yankees really have been very off and on with him hitting him. Um, they tend to like somewhat score like two or three runs off him every time he hit, every time he pitches against them, but never anything big. As of right now, on the roster, there's four guys that have hit home runs off him. Judge has one. He's he is a he's two for seven in his career against Cobb. Um, Austin Romine's one for eight. Sanchez is three for eight with a home run. Glaber is one for four with a home run. And Voigt is one for two with a home run. So we could expect like five home runs, you're saying, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'd be happy with one at this point. Um, I would be happy to have one and make it just like a two run home run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, Bundy's going Saturday. Leo's. You look like, I mean, at least we at least we made him work, right, Bundy? 90 pit, what was it, 90 like, something pitches? Like 95 three and two pitches, thirds. yeah, three and two thirds. Like, oh. That's always how Bundy's been when he's pitching yeah. this game. So he's and never been able to get through like four innings yeah. without throwing 100 pitches. And it's funny because like you'll be watching, and you're like, damn, he's pitching really good. And it's like third inning, 82 pitches. Like, oh, wow, he's yeah. going to be out of the game in like 10 minutes. Yeah, no, that's the thing. He always, um, last year I know there was one game where Bird hit a grand slam off of him. But for the most part, he just he doesn't give up runs, but he just walks everyone and then ends up getting out of the jams. Things just make him work really hard and don't get anything out of it. Yeah. Um, honestly, just because really this team, they just look like lifeless, especially yeah, the last like you know these couple of games. Like that's what I think is just most concerning to everyone. I mean. If, I think it'd honestly be more settling if they were just losing like slugfest, you know, if they were losing like eight to seven, 10, yeah. 10 to six, because at least like the bats would be going. If they were like, scoring at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just, it's like, like I hate, I, I always hate to bring up these years, but I mean, we all remember like those 2012, 2013, 2014 Yankee teams right. that just, man, like once it was a two nothing game, they were down. You're like, well, We'll get him tomorrow. 20, 2013 like, is the one I feel like applies most to this season. Yeah. Because that was the year where everyone was injured. But it was like, like honestly, though, it for sure was mostly 2013. But I think even like, you know, a couple, even a couple of other of those years, like we're kind of just, you know, like all you do, would you would just look at the lineup and be like, damn, lineup's not going to score. Yeah, exactly. Runs, 
And like that's just how you feel watching the Yankees. These past the 2013 years. lineups that had Vernon Wells and Travis Hafner yeah. and Euclid. That was Lyle Overbay. Lyle Overbay, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was that we was. Could use some the, of the, honestly, we could use some of those guys right now. We should call them up, see what they're doing. You think Lyle Overbay would be better than a uh, Foyt and Bird at first? Yeah, he, yeah, he, I, honestly, he couldn't be much worse. Let's be real. That's not wrong. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. So I mean, anything else we want to talk about? Um, we might leave, might have some audio issues this episode. I've been trying out trying out a new mic, so you know if you're hearing you're hearing like weird sounds or whatever, it's it's not you, it's me. You know, just just like the Yankees, I'm having issues with with my. We're all uh, having yeah, issues. We're all, <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that's just how it goes. Like if you're a Yankees podcast and the Yankees are just struggling, like you're just gonna have a tough time setting up your podcast that night. You're like, wow, it's... and you're just gonna be depressed the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that that'll do it. Honestly, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, we'll probably have another show. So, yeah, we'll pr- probably record again Sunday. Maybe we'll record again before that if necessary. If we just want to vent, if we want to get Andrew on just to scream, um, <laughs> you know, just yeah. Um, that that was it, man. Like, look. Yankee fans, it's gonna be. I'm I, I'm not even gonna tell you it's gonna be all right because I don't know that. Like I have no idea how it's gonna be, but let's just calm down. I, I in my mm. opinion, this team's gonna be fine. Six games. Two I years. I'm, I'm not worried yet because let's, this get, is let's get healthy. Fun. Let's get healthy. You know that's all I gotta say. Let's get healthy. If we're if you fast forward a month and a half or two months to June, and we're you know we're back healthy. We have Stanton back. We have Hicks back. We have Sevy back. CC, um, you know, maybe CC back. We have Tula. Like, if we, you know, if we have, you know, most of our team back, and we're still looking like this, then yeah, then we could panic. Then we then could probably, start, yeah. you know, uh, marching towards uh, Yankee Stadium with pitchforks. Yeah, we could do all. That. I, I'll, I'll be I, right I, there I personally think that if they're like this, uh, they should start taking offers on Judge because you know, got to sell for 2019, build for the future. Um, you know. <laughs> I would. I. I don't even know what to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really hope I don't get backlash for saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, look, it's just it's been rough. Like it's yeah. it's been very rough. Take I've watched all six games so far. It's you know I'm I might need new. I think like I think my glasses are just shattered. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> need new glasses. My glasses just can't handle this anymore. But uh, yeah, um, the title of this episode is uh, "When Does Baseball Season Start?" Hopefully, it starts tomorrow, Thursday yeah. night in Baltimore. Everyone knows the baseball season starts on April fourth. So yeah, I mean, whatever yeah, happens before that, yeah. well, that's the thing, you know. Like baseball, you know, we usually don't start the first, like the last week of March. So yeah, the Yankees are just you know they'll be back. We'll be fine. It's gonna be all right. I just said I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna say that, but I did because I think it's gonna be all right. Ah oh, man, but in in all honesty, in all honesty, Marcus Thames needs needs to he needs to get it together. Let's be yeah, that's, this team needs a new approach to there, there new approach the play. The like, uh, there was one Twitter question about what needs to happen. It's uh, I think Marcus Thames needs to uh, see his last game as Yankees hitting coach. Yeah, I mean, look, I like in Baltimore because look, it's tough to make big adjustments in, like over you know in one night, but. Just have like a, just have good approach up there, and don't look. Let, let's hey, let's set this goal for tomorrow. 
let's not strike out almost 20 times, right? Like, let's cut down the strikeout. Let's, hey, let's see what happens when we put the ball in play consistently. Like, hey, maybe a team like the Baltimore Orioles are going to make some errors if we put the ball in play a lot, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that will happen. Maybe we'll get some cheap runs. Those are nice. But Gary <laughs> hit a fucking pop-up to first today, and Miguel, like, they, they didn't catch it. Like, that will happen yeah. more if we put the ball in play. Oh, man. Oh. Well, before, before I have an aneurysm for, <laughs> for Luigi – for Alex. This is the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. We'll be back. Hopefully the Yankees will be too.